We are back. Back again. And so are you. And so are you. <laughs> it's been a minute. We That's right. uh we just were, you know, taking a break. You we know, were, like Christmas. We were holidays. tired of looking at you. No, we were no. just tired of listening to you. No, I'm kidding. None of that's true. We're back though. And that's we're right. glad to be back. MC Unpacked. MC Unpacked. I actually forgot the name Movement of this podcast. Movement Church, Megan and Carrie, <laughs> whatever you want it to be, we are here. I forgot the name of our podcast. Wow, babe, that's lame. MC Unpacked. <laughs> because we're unpacking presents and we're going to do our, no, we're unpacking just sermons we're preaching on weekends. We're unpacking some biblical truth. Uh, we might just be unpacking some great restaurants, hopefully unpacking some great songs, uh, some great entertainment. You know there will be songs. Oh, absolutely. And so for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, my name is Carrie. This is my beautiful wife, Megan. And we are the pastors of the Movement Church, right. which is in beautiful, sunny, well, with the exception of the Except last... Except for January. It's been raining forever. It's, it's been like living in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. only we're not in the Pacific Northwest. We're in beautiful Southern California. Absolutely. Normally is, sunny. It's been overcast and nasty. We've been listening to a lot of Nirvana and 90s grunge music. It's been fantastic. I but have not been listening to that. We pastor the Movement Church right here in Orange County. California, which if you are unaware is a location nestled about an hour in between. I like, like that you said that? nestled. Nestled in between <laughs> Los Angeles and San Diego. And we were right up on the coast. We pastor uh, just some of the greatest people That's on right. the planet. And uh, man, we're just stoked to come together right here. And, and if podcast. you live in Orange County, you should come hang out with us on a Sunday, 9 or 11 a.m. Because we just think that you're going to love it. And you're going to make our life better. That's right. Because you, we're we're better with you, and uh, and hopefully this is somewhat beneficial. Absolutely. What are also, we talking about today, babe? Well, what's more importantly is I've got some. Oh. Uh, yes, I do some pamplemousse, some lacroix. In fact, if you're watching, let us know your favorite lacroix flavor. And lacroix, if you would like to sponsor <laughs> MC <laughs> Unpacked, this is our shameless plug. You are plug. more than welcome to. Uh, my favorite is 100% limoncello. Limoncello is my favorite. And then second would be pamplemousse. This is my second time trying this flavor. Raz cranberry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You also like the plum one, but I feel like that's a diuretic mm. for sure. And limoncello plum, is my fave. Limoncello is fantastic. Yeah. That has nothing to do. Nothing to do with what with we're what talking we're about, about today, today. But tell us, what is your favorite flavor of Lacroix? Let us know. And, and truthfully, we don't care. But uh, I do, care. do us a favor. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. And uh, you can find this on every platform where podcasts are available. Our favorite is MySpace. No, we're not on MySpace, but Spotify, <laughs> uh, iTunes, all the places. So definitely subscribe, like, share, uh, help us spread the word. Yeah. And you can also let us know if you have any questions or things you'd like for us to hit on or topics or anything like that. You can let us know at podcast at theocmovement.com. Podcast right. at theocmovement.com. And uh, we'd love to get some feedback from you. Awesome. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Well, we are right now, uh, We when we took a break from our last podcast, we were unpacking some of our movement manifesto and the paradox of terms. And so what we're going to do is not continue down that path tonight because <laughs> the first time back. We are going to jump back into the paradox good, of terms. We good. are going to jump back into the movement manifesto. We've got some guests we're bringing on soon yep. and we're super stoked about that. And some of our staff's going to be joining us and sharing some testimonies and what their life journey has been like thus far. But tonight we just wanted to take a moment and talk about the series that we're currently in. Yeah. Uh, and the series is called it's called Faith. You gotta have faith, faith, faith. I knew you'd have a song I, for yeah, us. Yeah, but that's not the song oh, okay. for the night or the day. You don't know what time of day it is. It's not important. But 
We're talking about faith. That's right. That's what we've been talking about um, at church in the month of January is talking about faith. Um, Every year before we go into a brand new year, Pastor Carrie and I get away and and just pray about God. What is the what is the word you want? to give us for this next year. And um, we just really felt like the word for 2023 is faith. And we are praying big, bold prayers in 2023 and believing that God's going to do the supernatural um, in our lives, in our church, in your lives. And so uh, we thought we'd talk a little bit about faith. Yeah, but I I just like, uh, uh, okay. Wow. Thank you for the sound effects. But uh, I grew up and I've been in church my whole life. And so for me, uh, it's, and for a lot of, of Christians or followers of Christ, it's easy to get caught into, not this is a bad thing, but kind of into this flow or this stream or this river of <laughs> language that is only known within the church. And so, um, which is not a bad thing, but sometimes it, it doesn't fully make sense. And so a lot of times, and and especially I would say more over the last four or five years, a lot of Christians use the phrase, my word for the year yeah. is. Yeah. What does that even mean? Like, <laughs> why don't you explain to the listener? Well, I'll what explain it, but I would did, say. Did you get our word for the year tattooed on your body? I did yet? not. I did not get I did, a right on my lower on my back. Body. It's super that would rad. Be it's, got un- a, it's got a butterfly and Tweety Bird right next to it. You're going to like it's it. Great I'll show you in the next episode. Awesome. I don't know how to recover from that visual. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you have a Tweety Bird tattoo. I'm just uh, going to say. We're praying for you. I, I do just want to say that I think a lot of people, even people who are not Christians, tend to um, look for a word for the year. Yeah. I think the difference would be um, as a Christ follower, I'm I'm usually going, okay, God, what do you want to say to me for this year? What's the thing you want me to be really focused on? What's the thing you want me to be growing in? And and just kind of asking the Lord, what is what is that? word what is the one thing if i was to pick one thing to focus on for this next year what would that be and so really for me when i talk about getting a word for the year it just means seeking god and saying god what's the what's the big picture for our life for our church's life this year how would you explain it i think that's good okay here's a question i think it's worth exploring for just a few minutes does it make you more spiritual if you have a word for the year is that what that absolutely It does. Okay. So you are, you are more spiritual. It does not make you more spiritual. No, I think, um, it absolutely not. I, I kind of look at it as an anchor. Yeah. Kind of like something I'm anchored to or holding on to, uh, for the year. And I think probably another thing that would be important because some of you that are listening, you might think, man, I kind of want that. Especially if you, um, I think often when we have a crazy year or we come through a lot of pain in a year, and we're like trying to hold on to some hope or grasp for some great things for the upcoming season. Like that's where a, a word can become great. Yeah. But I also feel like it's important to know that it's not like God writes this word on a stone tablet. Well, I got a stone tablet. You did get a stone tablet? I did. Tablet? Okay. I did not get, <laughs> I'm not, in, I'm not in on the, uh, the direct connection There's to no God stone apparently. Tablet. There's no stone tablet. It's not like a mountaintop experience. And sometimes it's just like this kind of impression. impression. Yeah. Ooh. And oof. I don't know what that does to the mic when I'm oof. congratulations. That's the anointing, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, uh, it's an impression. And often that's how God speaks. I, I believe, um, that it's just kind of an impression that yeah. just kind of like resonates and is like, kind of just connects 
but also for for you and I, we we just pray together and like what what we're sensing and believing and and even for this year, we were like, hey, this is kind of something I'm feeling. You're like, this is something I'm feeling. Let's talk it through. And yeah, and I think sometimes it's something we've been praying through, and we feel like it's like this is the reoccurring word that I yeah. feel like God keeps putting on my heart. Sometimes it's something that has jumped out of Scripture when we've been reading the Bible, and it's like that really stands out to me. I There's think another that's Christianese the thing. term right there, jumped out of Scripture. Jumped out of Scripture. It doesn't actually ever jump. Well, when out. you're reading a book, sometimes things like jump out at you like they stand out at you yeah they do that's okay the same thing i like that yeah so i i think that you can get a word for the year in so many different ways but if you are seeking god and you're saying lord i want what you want for my life this year i believe god just shows that to you yeah but also i feel like sometimes it's different than the way you think it should look i remember i remember in well i won't say the year because people will understand the sometimes god tricks you into this business he does i'm kind of angry i have a little bit of a bone to pick with him when i get to heaven i'm sure all things will be revealed if i make it let me tell the story no 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 i'm gonna jump in right now i'm gonna interrupt you no i'm gonna interrupt you okay do it and so sometimes when you just feel like you're the strong sense of faith like this year is our year for faith faith that god is gonna do the impossible faith god's gonna do move mountains faith for a thriving marriage faith to believe that you know you've been praying for that child and and it just never has happened you just you and your your spouse have been believing you're gonna get pregnant but it didn't work out but this year god's gonna do it maybe you've been praying desperately for a spouse like oh my god i'm tired of being single i've tried every dating app i know to try and this year i'm gonna meet mr or mrs right that's the kind of faith and we're like yeah this sounds awesome but then there's the other sides of the word. So tell the story about that. Well, yeah, there's, I can talk about faith and kind of what I'm wondering about this year, but there was a year that we really felt like the word that God gave us for the year was grace. And we were like, yes, like this is beautiful. We are going to, I love grace. Like grace is unmerited Unmerited favor, favor. right? I don't deserve it. So what that means is, and you know, of course we just translated what we felt like God was saying into what we felt like God was saying. And so it was like, we are going to walk in the unmerited favor, favor of, God. of God. Like we are going right. to experience grace in every situation this year. And, um, you know, that's beautiful. And we are always walking in grace. Um, but we, we had to give so, so much, much grace, grace it was like, that year. Man, it's just it was ridiculous. close to us. It was just so challenging. We had to, we navigated some, oh, some heartbreak. heartbreak. We navigated some betrayal. We navigated just unmet expectations yeah. and you know that's just the nature of humanity we had no idea that that's what god was preparing yeah, us for we were we thought oh god's given us grace yeah. but no we had no. to give other people grace and and can i just tell you uh for those of you that are listening and you're extremely godly and perfect um you don't have to give someone grace unless they're really frustrating or you're angry at them or Fact. otherwise it's not grace it's just called just being in a relationship but <laughs> grace means i'm gonna give you favor when you don't deserve it yeah and so god will trick you like that sometimes yeah and so um we're we're believing for faith to move mountains but maybe we're gonna face some things this upcoming year that require great faith that challenge our faith that stretch our yeah. faith and none of those those statements are aw- sound awesome, but the thing I love about faith is that it's a choice to believe that God is is yeah. up to something bigger. In fact, why don't you yeah. tell us what do you what do you think faith means? What do I think faith means? Well, I mean, preached on this last week, um, but I think it's the uh, 
just the it's funny because somebody could be listening to this podcast in five years yeah, and go true. back to last week's <laughs> like message trying to find that who message. knows what that <laughs> message is gonna be about uh, we've been preaching about faith and i i'm trying to actually i don't have that scripture verse memorized that's terrible but uh <laughs> the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not yet seen that's, that's right. right right that's right so i hebrews says that it's the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not yet seen so to have faith means that i'm believing for something that i haven't seen yet so i'm hoping yeah. and i'm fixing my attention on something that i haven't seen happen yet and so that could be anything for you um you know for us as a church we are believing for a building yep. and we're just saying it out loud now because we haven't seen it yet yep. but we're believing in faith that god has our building for us yeah. in 2023 and so that's that's believing for something that i cannot see yet if you can see it it doesn't require faith for those so. of you that are wondering if you're listening to this podcast uh Currently, we're in January of 2023, and we are portable as a church. You're we preparing meet. people like if they listen to this in 2050. Well, they, they may not know <laughs> what that means. They, we currently meet in a public high school here in Orange County, and we have been so for a while. And True. we are now believing that we're going to be able to get into a building, and that's going to be our own permanent facility, our place, yeah. our home to move forward. That's so right. We are believing for that. Yeah. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. That's the the biblical definition of faith. Yeah, and the concept of hope, you, you don't hope for something you have. You don't hope for something you've already experienced. You don't hope for a season that you're in. You hope for something you have not yet seen. And yeah. that is the very essence of faith. It's this, yeah. this idea that I can't see it. I can't feel it. I haven't experienced it. Yet I'm believing that God is going to do it. I'm believing yeah. God's going to move miraculously. I'm believing that God is going to move practically. Yeah. So many people are believing this year um, and having faith for a, a healthy and thriving marriage. Yeah. And and the thing is, is we know that the, the Bible tells us that's what God wants for you. So even if you haven't seen that take place yet, God wants that for you. And so you can have faith for that. I know there's so many people praying and believing for a child who haven't yet been able to uh, conceive and have yeah. a child. And yet we know that that's something God wants for you. And so we're praying and believing with faith for for families to expand this year and um there's so many different things that we can stand for and believe for that line up with the word of god and i was saying on sunday there's there's so many promises in the word of god that we can hold on to yeah. and have faith for and so that's i think why we need faith desperately is to believe for the things we have not seen yet and to hold on to some of the promises that god's given us yeah, here's a question though i think that some people I can hear my dogs barking. I can hear, hear them barking Why too. is it that once we record podcasts, <laughs> the world blows up outside of this room? For those of you that it's are listening, right. we are currently in my Garudio. That's a garage Garudio. studio. Wow. And uh, we've got our production team is here on different sides of the camera. You can't see them. We've got lights. <laughs> we've got a... A, a fake brick wall and a neon, but also our dog leashes yeah. and keys are hanging right here. It's beautiful. We got pregnant Shayna over here. Wow. She's making. She was sure hoping that you would call her out in this podcast. She, you can't great. see her. She's just sitting right there. But but legitimately, <laughs> someone could be someone breaking could into be our, breaking our house into right, our right now because right our dogs are losing their minds. They're, they're losing their minds. You know uh, what I'm gonna do? 
Carry what? on. Are you leaving? Carry on your way. Don't leave. Soul. They're not going to stop. There'll be peace when you are gone. Wow. There will be peace when you are gone. <laughs> He missed that one. Uh, no, but for real. So we're talking faith and I'll just stall for a moment while Pastor Carrie yells at our dogs. Um, but I want to encourage you because I believe that this is for all of us. Um, faith is faith is available for all of us. And I think God is always trying to stretch our faith and challenge us to believe for more and to ask for more. I love that the scripture says, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. That's in the book of Matthew. And it's just this reminder that God God is okay with us pursuing him, with us asking for big things from him. And um, and he is available to meet us right there in those moments as we're believing big. Good job. Those They're dogs still barking. started barking again. Don't you cry no more. I felt like whatever you said was fantastic. I, I mean, I don't know if anybody could possibly be paying attention at this 100, point. <laughs> this is like when people are tuning in. Like you're entertained. You're epically entertained. Look, here's the deal. This is real life. This is MC Unpacked. This That's is not right. MC Polished. This is like, hey, this is who we are. And uh, and <laughs> we, we should just wear pajama. Pajamas. I am. I have pajama <laughs> pants, have pajama on, pants currently. on. too. I, I actually <laughs> threw socks on because we have some people who are newer to our home. If it had been just Shane, I wouldn't even had socks on. But we wow, got, that's like gross. It, it, but once I know Jerry and Katie better, <laughs> there'd be no sock action. So listen, this is just part of life. And those stinking dogs. Do you, they'll they'll be quiet. It's all right. Let's just keep. I going. just I'm very just I'm frustrated about the fact that you didn't even talk about. The melody and harmony that I just freaking crushed. You right sing there. amazing. You should join the worship team. Oh, that's now I don't feel that's real. You do. Go go silence those dogs For right real? now. I yeah. can't leave. I have pajama pants on. Nobody will, will see your pants. In the camera. Everybody look at my hand. No. <laughs> look at my hand. Don't look down. Look no, at my we hand. We just gotta keep going. So if I if I have to say it again, <laughs> I'm gonna throw them outside in the street. They'll, they'll calm down eventually. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if anyone listening to our podcast right now remembers what we're talking about yeah first for sure they okay, do okay they great. probably listened over again. here's your quiz what are we talking about what was the question that I, did you answer can i increase my faith that was did a, I? no i don't even know if i asked that you question because i think that's a, qu a question worth asking some uh i think a lot of people i think there's a lot of pressure to be spiritual and i think that that is so nuanced like what does that even mean and and i think I think that there's pressure for that because if we're in a church environment, I just burped and inhaled that and then kept going. If we're in a church environment, we, we're we talking about growing closer in our walk with the Lord and like growing in our faith and our spirituality. But then there's this major disconnect between where I am and and how do I strengthen that walk with the Lord. And then if I around other people who have from my perspective, have just strong faith or, mm. uh, they, I mean, they, they just seem like they've got, they've got this Christianity thing down or they, they, they just, they understand the concepts of the scripture or when they pray, man, there's just something about mm -hmm. the way they pray. You know, you, you, maybe you've been around that. And so then there's this internal conflict too, that I should be like that while I'm still struggling with my faith and it, there are some people who I believe because of personalities and because of just the way we're wired that are predispositioned yeah. to have faith. Yeah. You're one of those people. Our daughter, Avery, is one of those people. There are just some people who naturally like, yeah, oh, yeah. And when uh, one of the, our, our former elders in our church, Judy Calderon, holy smokes, like if you are going through the worst crisis, you better call it Judy because she will pray 
with mountain moving faith. And then there's some that maybe you are a little more, um, you're a little more skeptical. Maybe more of a realist. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you're a little more intellectually driven where the, you got to go in right now. I don't care about your pajama pants. I can't even Sorry, function. folks. We have to pause now because I was on a roll. In three, two, Wayne, you're moving your head. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I literally almost murdered my dog. We love them. They're now running around the floor. If you hear like the little hurry and scurry, it sounds like They're squirrels. They're now in the garage They're circling studio. us right now. We have two <laughs> stupid golden doodles, which I love with my whole heart. Bowie, who is a year and a half. She's and an angel. Winnie, who looks like a white possum <laughs> and wouldn't stop barking at nothing. So now they're in our garage. And we're not going to fix this in post because I don't care. Because, because this is who we are. It is. And if you don't like it, then definitely don't come to our church. There's some other different churches <laughs> out there for you. But wow. let's get back into what I was saying. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. I, I really do feel like, and I don't want to speak for for women, and I don't want to speak for all men, but I feel like specifically guys, hmm. this is a struggle. It's like this, I need to, I, I want to be closer to, to God. I want to walk with strong faith, but there's a disconnect. What does that hmm. look like? How... How does that function? Yeah. If you're if you're extremely analytical, possibly maybe somewhat critical, and not necessarily in a bad way, but just critical thinking, and you're more intellectually driven as opposed to a feeler, then that's probably a struggle. The faith aspect yeah. could be a real struggle. I don't want to put you in a bucket. Um, I I kind of fit sometimes. Sometimes I'm a feeler, but a lot of times it's like it needs to make logical sense. Like it yeah. needs to be rational. It needs to make sense. Not all the time. And so I think that that's a struggle. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to speak. I don't want to lump everybody into that category as a male. I'm just saying, I think that there are people listening who probably struggle with that. Yeah. I think everybody struggles with their faith at some point Even or you. another. Absolutely. I, I do think that faith does, it probably comes more natural to me or more of an optimistic outlook on life. So I think maybe that could be misconstrued as faith. Totally. Um, but I think that, I think that faith is hard for all of us at times. So I, I think your question on can I increase my faith is worth talking about. Do you? Okay, and sometimes. I have an eyelash in my eye. I like, I like your eyelashes. Yeah, look great. I know. Also, thank you. Oh, there by it the goes. Way. Thank Fell you off. for. Your hair looks great today. Oh, I meant to tell you earlier. I get my hair cut. All this hair on his head. Oh, okay. right here. He gets I have cut. faith not to punch good. you in the face right now. Okay. <laughs> it does look good though, babe. She never, rem- I told her I'm going to go get my hair cut. And I come back. It's a clean Carrie, shape. It's it a has skin been fade. an incredibly busy day. Uh, she look, made eye contact with me for 30 <laughs> seconds and said nothing. It's like all the eye contact I've made with you today. But it was good. Built my faith. Okay. <laughs> Built my faith so much. So um, other than eye contact, okay, here's how do we honest question, our faith? Honest question. Okay. This is a true, this is a true question. And this, I'm going to try to phrase this in a way that's not insulting, nor is it meant to be insulting. But I think sometimes for people who are more on the analytical, maybe more intellectually driven, that doesn't mean that they're more intellectual. It just means that I think they need, they need to have some facts for things, right? They need to have an understanding before they believe something. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it often feels like faith is, is is believing without seeing and and really that it, that is I mean, a, a that broken is down phrase that the essence but of faith sometimes on that on this side of the equation um just crazy faith can kind of seem foolish or juvenile yeah right like like yeah i can see that 
I also think it's important for Christians to remember that God is not a genie in the bottle. So it's not like, do you want to sing if something? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, God's not a, God is not a genie in the bottle. So he, the scripture says, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. But that doesn't mean like you make a wish and it comes make true exactly like you hoped for. Uh, the Bible, you talked about this the other week, is that God is a good father and he loves to give good gifts to his children. And and so he really does want to bless us, but he also knows what's good for us and mm. what's not good for us. I mean, if Avery asked to eat ice cream for every meal of the day, we love her with all of our heart, but we right. would never let her do that. Right. And so I, I just think it's important to remember that faith can sometimes sound foolish because I think some people just are like, well, I'm believing for winning the lottery and you're like okay awesome that's great keep on believing and and realistically like am i gonna win the lottery i don't know like does god want us to be blessed and prosperous absolutely but uh is he going to do that through us winning the lottery i i don't know oh am yeah I going I think, off track no you're doing fine um i don't think we're we're not supporters of powerball or the lottery <laughs> you can do, do whatever you want there? i'm just saying i think that uh, you, using faith in that direction might be... The, the question you have to ask yourself is, is it align with God's nature? That's where I was going. Does it align with the nature of God? And but, does it align with the Word of God? Yeah, what's hard is what's hard is that in Scripture, we see clearly that there are, are times where faith had a profound impact. Um, I mean, Matthew 9... Uh, Jesus touched uh, their eyes of the of the blind and said, "According to your faith, be it done to you." Yeah. And so Jesus said, "According to your faith, you're healed." Yeah. I mean, he said the same thing about the centurion who who came to him and was like, "Hey, can you heal my servant?" And Jesus said, "I'll come right now." He said, "No, no, no. I just know your authority. Just speak the words, and and it'll be so." And Jesus had never seen faith like this. Yeah. So we see these times. And then there, like when Jesus went back to Galilee, to his hometown, and the people were like, isn't this Mary's son? Isn't this the son of the carpenter? Isn't, aren't those his brother and sisters right there? Who yeah. is he? And the Bible clearly says that Jesus was not able to perform as many miracles because of their lack, lack of faith. Of faith. Yeah. And guys, that's hard. Yeah. How do you reconcile that if your spouse or a loved one gets cancer and you start praying that God will heal them? Like, yeah. where do you go with that? Because what if God doesn't heal them in in a physical sense with with prolonging their life on this earth? Both of our fathers passed away from cancer, and we but we were pleading like with the all the faith yeah. that we could muster that God would miraculously heal them. And both of them died. Yeah. And so I think that like people struggle with that. So before you answer the why, like it, just talk to people who are struggling with that component, because if I struggle with that, yeah, I do too. And, and if you're honest, you, you might too. Yeah. I, uh, you said so many good things. Oh, um, thanks, Megan. You're welcome, babe. Appreciate um, it. 
this, there's so many things to answer. You started with the question, can I increase my faith? But then you talked about the necessity of faith and, yeah. and you quoted some different passages of scripture. And the reason I think it's important to pause there is, yes, I do believe we can increase our faith. So maybe you feel like you're yeah. struggling with a lack of faith. The Bible tells us in James that faith comes by hearing yep, and, and hearing, hearing by, by, the by the word, word of God. Of God. Yep. So if you do want to increase your faith, you're going to have to increase your time in the word of yeah. God. You're going to have to begin to read the word of God and to say, I want more of this in my life. And what Pastor Kerry just did was he cited different scriptures and different stories throughout scripture about people's faith and about the miraculous work that God did through that. And the reason that's important is because when we read those stories, it builds our faith. So faith, again, comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I do believe we can increase our faith and that as we read these stories and scriptures, as we look at the great men and women of faith and, and we just study their lives, there's so many parts of their lives that we can relate with. There's moments of fear. There's moments of doubt. There's moments of discouragement. There's so many places we can relate with. But when we watch and see what God unfolded in their lives, it builds our faith to believe that he can do the same thing in ours. And, and you ask the question about how do we have faith when we've been praying for somebody and we haven't seen the miracle that we've been praying for. And for me, that was a real journey that I had to go on with the Lord. And I had to ask hard questions, uh, of myself, like it, I, How do you ask a hard question of yourself? Like, I was, Megan, I got a hard question for well, you. <laughs> well, when I when my dad passed away, which has been oh, my goodness, sorry, that's okay. Um, gosh, I think it's been seventeen, 17 years, years yeah. this year. And um, when he passed away, we had been praying that God would do a miraculous work in his body. And he had this rare form of cancer. Only 30 people in the whole world had ever had it. And um, yet we just believed that God's a supernatural miracle work in God and that he could completely reverse and turn that around. And so that's how we were praying. And so when my dad wasn't healed here on earth, I was like, is there something wrong with my faith? Like, do I not have enough faith to believe? And I really began to question myself and it was a big struggle for me. And so I, I think that, I think all of us have those questions at times. Like, why do we pray for some things and we don't see them happen? Let me interrupt you right there for yeah. a second. I think if you're listening or watching and you are questioning that, it's okay. Yeah, uh, it is okay. God's permission okay Permission to struggle with your faith. Um, candidly, there have been multiple seasons in my life, uh, even during my tenure as a pastor where I've struggled with faith. Yeah. There have been multiple seasons in my life where I've reevaluated some, evaluated some of the tenets of my faith to understand like where I even wavered with whether or not God exists or is this just some social construct that I was a part of. And so it's okay if you waver or struggle with that. Um, and it's okay if it takes time for you to navigate that, like give yourself permission. I like to tell people that if, if God can handle the sins of humanity, he can handle your lack of faith. Yeah. He's cool with it. He's not, a, in, he's not trying to figure out who he is and what he can do. He's well aware of that. Yeah. So your opinion or my opinion of him 
doesn't sway things. So if that's you, it's okay. Yeah, it is okay. And I think that some of the, some of the point of growing in our faith is wrestling out those kind of conversations with God. Um, it's asking those questions of the Lord. It's, it's diving into the word and trying to understand. Yeah. Um, there's some things that I don't think we will ever have answers for on this side of heaven. Um, I think there's things that I, I want to ask God about one day. Um, but for me, when I was struggling with my faith and I was questioning, did I not have enough faith to believe for my dad's healing? Because I do believe God does miracles and he can do miracles. And so it was kind of like, well, what about my dad? And um, I I really just spent a lot of time just praying and and reading and studying the scripture. And as I did that, I, I read through Hebrews 11, which is all about the great men and women of faith. In fact, it's known as the faith chapter of the yeah. Bible. And you read and you read these stories of characters like Abraham and Sarah, like Moses, like Gideon. And, and you read these stories about these great men and women of faith. And, and I was reading that thinking, surely there's gonna be an answer here for faith and how to have the right amount of faith. And it got to this point and it said, each of these individuals died without ever receiving the promise, yeah. but they welcomed it with open arms. I, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically knowing that the big picture was so much bigger than them. And I felt like in that moment that God just showed me that faith is not about the outcome. Faith is about the journey with Jesus. It's, it's about believing in the middle of the journey that God is who he says he is. It's about believing that he can do what he says as he will do. Yeah, I think faith is about saying, God, not my will, but your will be done. So I was praying that God would heal my dad miraculously here on earth, but God chose to heal him in heaven. And I, I didn't fully understand it at the time, but I look back across the pages of my life now and I see where God has used that story so much in my life. It's that scripture, Romans 8, 28, where God works all things together for our good. And do I miss my dad and wish that he was here 100%. But am I grateful for all that I've walked through and all that I've learned 100%. And I think that God has just increased my faith in an understanding that faith is not praying for my outcome and what I want, but faith is believing that God has the best in store for me and that I can trust him with my future. So for me, that's kind of been the journey. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think that that's um, reflective in your life and how you navigate things. I think even with that, there are some people who walk through similar scenarios and didn't arrive at that conclusion yeah. that are not, they're not doubting God, but they're still wondering kind of how the faith dynamic works. And that's okay. Like, um, you did there, Paul called it the mystery of the gospel Yeah, because there's just, there's some blanks that we'll never be able to fill in. And uh, this is one of them for me because I can rationalize that and I can look at the scripture. I can look at Hebrews 11. I can see that they uh, they believed in the promises of God, but many of them never saw those promises fulfilled, yet they remained faithful. And sometimes faith is found in being faithful. Yeah. And uh, and so they, they still were there, but I can still struggle with it. Like the questions that I struggle with are, are, are with the nature of does my lack of faith impact God's ability to move hmm. or his desire to move? And if the answer is no, then the follow-up question has to be, well, then why, then why do, do I pray faith? and why do I need faith? 
if, is God's, if God is sovereign, then whatever happens is already part of his will. So why do we need faith? And, and so those are challenging. Why do we need prayer? But then when we look at the nature of God, there's just some them blanks that we don't have filled in because God is sovereign. Yet Jesus said with regards to the disciples not being able to cast out some demons in Mark, I think it was six or seven, it might have been ten. Uh, <laughs> he said some only come out through prayer, prayer and fasting. fasting. Yeah. That was out of the mouth of God. So like he was in that moment when he said it, he was sovereign. He's yeah. sovereign now. He was sovereign before then. So there's something about faith. There's mm-hmm. something that has an impact. The people in Galilee didn't see the miracles take place because they lacked faith. He, the, the disciples were freaked out in the boat when the storm came and he got up from his nap and he's like, peace be still. And he said, you've little faith. How long was you still have no faith? How long must I put <laughs> up with you? So like there, you read that. And if you're like me, I'm like, what am I supposed to freaking do? And I've got no answers for you. And that concludes our podcast. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I, re- I really don't have answers. And you know what? That's okay. Faith is a journey. It, yeah, it is. That is what it it's is. It's okay that you don't have all the gaps filled in. Here's what I know. I know the nature of God. He wants good things for us. Romans 8, 28 says, For I know in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. purpose. Yeah. I know according to Matthew that he's a good father. And if we ask for a fish, he's not going to give us a serpent. If he asks for bread, we're not gonna, he's not going to give us a stone. I know he loves us. I know he wants what's best for us. I know his timing is perfect. Yeah. And I also know I don't under, understand everything. Yeah. But faith is a choice. Faith is choosing. In fact, my entire faith is predicated on the fact that I believe in a, in a deity I've never seen. And his son, who I never met, who died for the sins of my life and for humanity. And I'm choosing to believe that. Yeah. And so that's the same. When I muster faith, that's the faith I muster. And so for me... It's based on rational, logical understanding of the scripture. For Megan, it's based upon feeling and logic and understanding of the scripture. And we just move forward. And we take one step at a time, recognizing that we're starting with God because he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. That faith is also action. So I'm not going to do nothing with my life. I'm not going to do nothing about it. I'm going to take steps towards what God has for me. And then ultimately, like you were saying, the... it's up to God. The outcome is up to him. Yeah. The outcome is not to me, up to me. And the outcome doesn't matter. What, what I want pales in comparison to what God wants. Yeah. I absolutely, it does. I, I think that when I hear that, it's like, well, do I pray for what I want then? That's the question. Are you asking or yeah, are you being I mean, rhetorical? Well, that's kind of when you set it up like that, then I, I imagine people are like, well, then do I even pray for what I want? So what would you say? Yeah. Well, that's what I would say. Absolutely. We look at the nature of God, we see both and we see that he's sovereign and we see that Jesus instructed us to pray. And part of what he instructed us to pray for was our daily bread. Part of us, what he, part of what he instructed us to pray for was his kingdom come, his will be yeah. done on earth as it is in heaven. Part of what he instructed us to pray was that God would help deliver us from temptation. God, all throughout scripture, we see this synonymous connection between uh, salvation and healing, a healing of physical and of spiritual. So we know that God instructed us to pray. So I don't know why he moves in the way that he moves, but I know he called me to pray. And so whatever he called me to do, I want to be obedient. Faith is obedience. Yeah. And I would just, if I can tell a couple quick 
really quick thoughts just to build your faith. I think that, I think you can, you can pray and believe for, uh, for the big things that you want to see God do in your life, whatever that might be, whether it's a thriving marriage or whether it's building your family or whether it's buying a house or, yeah. um, which is a big deal yeah, if you're listening in Southern California, deal. if you're listening it's in a big like deal anywhere. Southeastern Illinois or Texas, it's not that big of a deal, it is a but big it's a big deal. deal and, and for some of you, it's maybe it's just getting a car. It's just believing for some financial breakthrough. And, and so there's some things that we are able to do as, as good stewards and God God's kingdom, like we are able to say, God, I'm going to take what you've given me right now and I'm going to steward that in the best way that I possibly can. But I'm believing for increase. I'm believing that you're going to bless me. I'm believing you're going to bless my marriage, right. bless my family, bless our home, bless our finances. But but we have a responsibility to steward what we do have well. And, and I tell you all this to say, like, I remember when my daughter Avery was, oh my goodness, I think she was like five. And um, we gosh, we had just moved to California and we were um, planting this church and and we just had no money. Um, to be honest, we when we planted the church, we were like, we're buying groceries on credit cards. And um, don't recommend and that. I don't recommend that at all. But um, we're just like trying to survive. And so we're just driving these like old cars. And, and I remember uh, one day Avery was with a friend and she uh, was in their car and she came home and she said, mom, I want a car with a third row. <laughs> and I was like, awesome. I'm so glad that that's what you want. Um, you can pray and talk to the Lord about that because I'm thinking I can't get you a car with a third row. And uh, and I'm not even kidding you. Probably six months later, Pastor Kerry uh, gets a call from a pastor that he had met one time. And the pastor said, Carrie, when I met you, I knew that God told me I needed to give you our car. And uh, Carrie's like, awesome. And he's also thinking like, what kind of car is this that you want to give us? Because who I'm knows? Grateful. And, I'm grateful. Uh, grateful, but also. And uh, so he he broke it down and he said, I, I want to give you our, our Lexus SUV. And, uh, and Carrie says, does it by any chance have a third row? And it did. And I remember going in and telling my kids, like, there's a pastor that's going to give us their car and it has a third row. And I walked away from the bathroom and I heard my little girl, Avery, just go, thank you, Jesus. And it just reminded me, God really does care about the desires of our heart. And sometimes it does require us to have faith like a child to just say, God, I'm going to bring before you whatever it is that I'm desiring yeah. and I'm going to trust you with it. And, and I'm going to believe that you want to bless me. And, um, and I think God will always surprise us with how good he is. Yeah. I, it's one of my favorite stories. Um, just because it was a great faith. It was so amazing that, I mean, out of no Nowhere. I met this guy for literally 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I did not know him from Adam. He didn't know our story, but God spoke to him to do that. And it was like, okay, God, you're doing this. Um, but also you and I weren't spending, we weren't using a credit card to buy groceries frivolously. No. <laughs> and the moment we, we were working hard to do everything we could to pay down debt and to get financially responsible. And we were tithing. We were tithing faithfully. And so what this is not like a, a permission to go rack up credit card debt oh, then gosh. pray God, yeah. okay, no. now God rescue me from my poor choices. That doesn't line up with the nature of God. There was a custodian <laughs> at our old church in, in Texas and uh, he thought that Jesus was returning in two, the year 2000. In the year 2000, Y2K. So he just racked up about $40,000 in credit card debt that thinking foolish. that God was going to return and he was going to be raptured. 
So he's probably in prison now, but that's another conversation. <laughs> so if you are believing that God's going to save your marriage and make yeah. it thrive and be beautifully awesome, but you're not working on you and you're ratchet and you're a horrible person to be around and you're holding on to bitterness and whatever else, well, God cannot work through your pride. He cannot work through your unforgiveness. That does not align with the nature of God. Right. So you've got to put some action behind that faith. Yeah. You've got to start changing your nature and working on softening your temper and forgiving. And I mean, I'm just kind of speaking hypothetically, but you've got to do work in you while praying that God does the miraculous in your marriage. Yeah. And something beautiful takes place in the middle of yeah. that. Now, there's no promise for the outcome that we want. There's only a promise that God is going to do his best, but we pray like God, like it depends on everything that God's going to do to move a mountain, but we also follow that up with action. That's what James yeah. said. Show yeah. me faith without, without works. actions and I will show you a faith that is dead. Yeah. And so we've got to back that up. Faith so we, without works is like a song you can't sing. It's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine. There you go. You like that? There's I had a, a little, song. There's a little <laughs> 1980s Christian. <laughs> if anybody knows who sang that song and emails me without Googling, I will not believe you because you're going to Google, but it's not a big <laughs> deal. We're going to move on. We need to wrap it up. I We've know. been going for a, a minute and a half. Uh, Shane is asleep over here. And our dogs finally Our dogs finally laid down. One day we'll introduce you to our dogs, maybe in the yeah. future, but uh, we're grateful you tuned in. We will be releasing these, these right now about every two weeks or so, about twice a month. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be unpacking different things, unpacking stuff from the message. If you want to hear us talk about some different topics, Tell let us. us know. We're going to be talking about women in ministry coming up pretty soon. Only we're not allowing women to speak on the microphone. It's that be is so good. not happening. <laughs> we're not, that's not true. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> And we'll continue. That so, That's going to be a great conversation, guys. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to unleash the beast. We might just set up like a boxing ring and it's going to be oh fun. Oh, my goodness. We're going to continue talking about um, our paradox of terms. We've got some great friends that are going to be joining us. It's going to be fun. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, we will see you next time on our next episode of MC Unpacked. 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 <laughs> I just felt like I needed to Parkour. chime in. <laughs> Love you. We'll see you next time. See you later.